Have you ever had an idea that you believed could change the world? Have you seen inequality and injustice all around you and felt an urge to do something? Are you passionate about tackling world problems and want to use your background to make a difference? If so, welcome to Mission 17. Mission 17 is really a passion project born out of the desire to ignite change, and it's based on a belief that we are all on a mission to change the world for the better, whatever that may be, using the 17 United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, thus Mission 17. I'm Rachel, and I'm ready to embark on this journey with you. So let's dive right in. So what are the UN's SDGs? And SDG stands for Sustainable Development Goals. They're a series of 17 targets enacted by the United Nations that join over 193 member countries across the world in a collective partnership to better the globe in all facets by 2030. This is called the SDG 2030 Agenda. So in this ambitious agenda, there are 17 goals that serve as a working blueprint of specific targets that countries should aim to meet in order to eliminate really, really big problems such as poverty, reducing inequalities, providing quality education, and mitigating the impacts of climate change, serving animals, and among others. These 17 goals have specific numeric targets that join both developed and developing countries in a collective partnership. And these numeric targets are actually set by the United Nations and approved by all of the member countries. But are we currently on track to meet this by 2030? How do current global events, such as the coronavirus that we're currently dealing with, impact our progress on the goals? What does quality education or access to proper health care mean for someone in the United States versus someone in a really poor rural city of Uganda or any other developing country for that matter? These are all immense questions that we as a society must answer and at that answer fast. So at the heart of the 17 goals is goal 17, which is forming a collective partnership. It states how interconnected these goals are. So for example, you can't think of providing quality education for small underprivileged children if you don't provide their families with a stable healthcare system that not only meets the kid needs of kids when they get sick, but also that the families can afford so that the kids don't have to miss many days of class, thus hampering their education. So in this way, there are so, so many intricacies among the goals and they're so complex. But my goal is to use our time together to not only uncover the many layers of issues that are currently occurring, but more importantly, address the resulting solutions and the many opportunities for change. And keynote on the word opportunities. So what is change, right? There are many different ways to make a change. For example, you can be a doctor and you can treat patients. Just a quick, I have to say this, thank you so, so much to all of the doctors, um, nurses, uh, frontline workers, everyone who is going out there and needs to make a difference and is doing so, um, and to everyone else who's socially distancing, thank you for that as well. But to every doctor and nurse, thank you so much for putting your life on risk to save hundreds of others. Um, we will do our part and we will social distance, but thank you, thank you so much for the work that you and other frontline workers are doing. We cannot thank you enough. So moving on from that, you can be an engineer, you can build products that influence lives. You can be a social worker and you can ensure a positive future for an underprivileged child. 
So in this way, social change and change in general can be so many different things. My passion specifically for enacting change comes from social entrepreneurship and social impact. So social impact is undertaking any opportunity that has positive social humanitarian and environmental influence social entrepreneurship on the other hand is a business venture so a for-profit venture um, that is formed to provide immense social impact in some form based on the product or service that they're targeting while also being financially stable so in this podcast i will really touch on social businesses because i do believe that business has the power to do good We as humans see the problems around us, right? More so now than ever because of how technologically connected we are. We are aware of the struggles that people who are less privileged than us face. We really do feel that we have a sense of responsibility to make the world a more equitable place. I believe that social businesses really have the power to do so much through the products and services that they provide. They can create change. So just a quick example, by generating a machine that can provide solar electricity at an extremely low cost for um, say villagers in Africa, uh, you can build a business that is not only deeply technologically advanced, but also targets important issues such as clean energy, electricity, and infrastructure. With the way that the world is changing, I really do believe that social entrepreneurs are needed more than ever to ignite the change that we so desperately need in our societies. Now, at this moment, I want to take a minute to backtrack and tell you a little bit about myself, uh, who I am, what my passion is, because all I did was really introduce my name in the beginning. Um, So hi, I'm Rachel again. And my passion is social impact. Now, let me give you a little background about myself. I am from India, um, specifically Rajasthan, India, that. Um, And I grew up in India for the first four, four and a half to five years of my life. Um, When we were young, we moved to the United States because of my dad's job. Uh, But with the way that my family is, I have really grown up in two cultures, so the American and the Indian culture, but uh, my family is deeply connected to to my Indian roots. Um, My passion for social impact really, I think, started from just, or not started, but is propelled by what I've seen around me. So obviously when I was younger, I don't remember the social issues, right? I don't remember seeing poverty. I don't remember noticing inequalities because I was four. I I don't remember noticing it. But every year since, we used to go back and just by talking to my family members and just from what I know and I see and I feel and I've experienced, I, I... I'm deeply plagued by what inequalities do persist in India. I remember even things like going to the temple, right? You would see so many homeless people on the streets. You would see so many children who you knew didn't have such a bright future in front of them, not because of their own fault, not because they were not making use of the opportunities that were given to them, but more so because they didn't even have a chance to to experience those opportunities because because they are just neglected and to me that is so so sad i think that seeing something like that really gives you a mark on your own privilege i think that from that i've seen 
Uh, my experience growing up is so different than so many others in India and other developing countries at that from around the world and that was really how I started to notice inequalities around me so I'll talk a little bit more about my experiences with that later in this episode but also in future episodes of my podcast but um I The moment I knew that I wanted to do something with the sustainable development goals was with a program that I did in high school at the World Bank. And we learned in a, you know, two to three week program, we really learned about the different goals there are and we dived deep into one or two of them we talked about how workforce inclusion is related to say poverty and is related to so many other issues and that was really my first deep dive into it and it made me think that if we have so many problems that are facing our world right if we have this blueprint if we have the 2030 agenda why don't many more people know about it so personally within my network and from you know people that i've seen i don't think that the sustainable development goals are uh, very widely referred to um, outside of the social business community and uh, people who work directly in it and that is precisely my goal for this podcast is to introduce those goals um, in a very succinct but informative manner um, and to talk about the opportunities and the change that is needed in order to enact on them by 2030 but my deep interest to really pursue social impact um, as a career began uh, when I went to Israel last year. So Israel um, is startup nation. For those of you that don't know, um, they they churn out thousands of startups per year. I forget the exact number, but it is absolutely incredible. Just the culture there is to build. The culture there is to innovate, and that to me is incredible. So last year through my school, um, I'm part of an organization that sends students all across the United States to Israel every year for um for a fellowship program where we get to intern um at a location or at a company of our choice um that will help us further along professionally as well as personally and i thank my stars every single day but i had the incredible privilege to intern at impact first investments which is the first israeli impact investing venture capital firm that focuses on um, providing impact capital and mentorship to social businesses. They currently invest in um, a couple of social businesses that I had the privilege of working with and getting um, to deeply know, uh, one of whom I will be highlighting later in this episode. Um, But through that experience, I really saw the passion and the power that social businesses have. Before that, I think I knew about it, but that really gave me a deep dive into the fact that people who create, people who want to do business, people who engineer, and honestly people from any walk of life do want to make a difference it's human nature we really do want to and i think that social entrepreneurship is an extremely sustainable way to do so because you are financially sustainable but you are also innovating and you're growing and the opportunities are just endless so through that experience my job was to work in a team um, as an impact measurement intern and what we did was really um, numerically identify the impact that our startup companies were making on the world in terms of the uh in terms of the sustainable development goals agenda. So through that opportunity, and I can discuss that more if you're interested, but through that opportunity, I was really able to 
not only learn about the SDGs in a deeper light, but also to identify key things that make a social entrepreneur different from a regular entrepreneur and why I think that every person has a responsibility, no matter what their business is, to enact some type of positive change. So that was really my um, my deep dive into social entrepreneurship and social impact, and I am here in hopes of starting this impa- uh, in the hopes of starting this podcast, so that me and you on a weekly basis can talk about the different problems that are happening, but more importantly, as I mentioned before, talk about the opportunities. Now, in relation to social impact, I think that it's extremely important to talk about purpose right? So I think that everyone, and I think now that I'm getting older and I'm starting a career, I can see this more and I ask this more to people is what what gives you a sense of purpose in your work? I think that everyone wants to leave behind a legacy. Everyone wants to spend their working hours in some way, shape, or form, whatever that may be, giving back, making a difference in some way. Everyone wants to leave the world a better place than when they came into it. So there are many different ways to do this, as I touched on before, but for me personally, I believe in harnessing the power of business is a very powerful way to do so, just because humans do have a tendency and a responsibility to do good. So I asked a very, very striking question to y'all. What is your sense of purpose? It's a question that I think is changing at every stage in your life and based on the opportunities that you experience. But my sense of purpose, I'm still trying to find the answer. I do believe that it is reducing poverty and reducing inequality. It's targeting social injustice. I want to use my skills, resources, and just every experience that I've been blessed with to give back to my home country and to other developing countries around the world. I've seen it all around me, um, and I think that it's time that I use what I know. Uh, in order to collaborate with others to make a difference for it. So just to give you guys a personal example from how I think that people do want to do good. So my Nanaji, Nanaji means a grandfather on the mom's side in, in Hindi. So he's a doctor in Munger, which is a really small city in Bihar, India, one of the poorest places in India. And Munger itself only has a population of about 213,000 people. And this isn't a very educated population. It's not a very rich population. It's, it's you know, struggling. So he is an extremely skilled doctor, but he uses his time and resources to take care of the underserved and the poor in Munger, who often, because of religious conflicts or just political instability, don't have anywhere else to go. And I've seen, and I've, I remember going back to Munger, I think two years ago now, and um, just out of a personal interest, um, and I thank him so much for letting me do that, but talking to the different patients that come in and when i asked them what needs to change in in infrastructure they said basically everything you know from from the medicines that they have to the quality of the ventilators and the quality of the different um hospital machinery and all of that everything needs to change because so much of it serves the richer so much of it serves people who just are born with more resources and that to me is absolutely it's it's such a sad thing but i think it's unacceptable if we don't do something to change it and with that i've seen that it's a perpetually fueling cycle 
there's not enough money and resources being invested um, into education or taking care of the poor. Thus, they're not able to provide a better life for themselves um, and for future generations. And poverty in that way runs on. Um, although I will say that I think that we have, we as a world, have made significant progress um, in terms of the poverty line and in terms of reducing inequalities. I think that we have a long, long way to go. And with the coronavirus. Uh, pandemic that just happened we absolutely you know need to invest more resources into that with that i'm not saying that the system isn't intricated and much more complicated than that it absolutely is but in my mind every inequality is room for opportunity it is room for innovation and it should fuel that and in our in my mind it is the responsibility to change it i think that everyone has something that drives them Everyone has a job that excites them, that motivates them, that wants them to work harder. My mission through this podcast and through the different articles that I write or just the people that I connect with really is to challenge them to include some facet of social impact in their job. Let's really work through those deep topics together, get more educated on the different problems that are plaguing our world, and then really get to solving it. So... I wanted to use episode zero as just an introductory to um, to the different topics that I want to highlight in this podcast, but I want to also explain the tentative format that I'll be using every week so that you know you're aware, you're familiar. So. The first thing I'll do for future episodes is just recap the episode before and then highlight anything new, current from the news, um, and specifically social impact news that I think that people should know or people would enjoy knowing. Then I want to dive right into my SDG series. So every week I will be touching on a specific SDG goal or target and then talk in depth about what work is being done um, on the governmental, private sector, and nonprofit end to tackle it. Um, and then I'll touch on the work that needs to be done and the major issues and opportunities that persist. I will also be taking this time to touch on social innovations that are happening um, that are addressing these issues across um, not only developing countries, but also developed countries. Now, oftentimes I will be inviting a guest speaker to help me with this and to provide deeper and more rich insight. Um, the guest speaker will be probably pertaining to that specific SDG or social impact. Um, it can be anyone from a social entrepreneur um, to someone who started their own nonprofit to someone from the venture capital world that really believes in um, funding businesses that do make a social impact. Um, anyone that I think would really help us learn and to help us answer that sense of purpose and why question and what we can do to make it better question. So lastly, I will end with highlighting a social venture of the week. It can be anyone, anything from a social business, a social entrepreneur who is making huge waves, um, or a nonprofit. Anything that I think that people would find interesting, but also that people would benefit from working with, partnering with, volunteering for, etc. And lastly, close the impact thought for you. I really want this to be interactive. I will leave you with food for thought that you can think about, really grapple with for the week. Um, and then we'll discuss it when we come back. 
So this podcast will be extremely flexible depending on the direction that it takes us. Um, it also is my first time, so please bear with me on that. But my goal is that within a 30 to 40 minute time frame every week, um, we are able to become more socially mindful, socially educated, and also learn from each other. So I don't want to take up too much time today, talk too much, or go into too much detail because it is the episode zero just an introductory episode but i do want to introduce our topic and the guest speaker for next week so our topic next week is targeting sdg goal four which is educational inequality so my guest speaker is prem agarwal fun fact he is actually my uncle um i call him tinu mama mama it means uh uncle in hindi um and Tinu is just his nickname. So the reason why I'm inviting him and I thought he would be a good first guest would be um, because he helped start the LEU Foundation in India. LEU stands for Learn, Empower, Uplift. Um, it really targets educational inequality uh, that underprivileged children in school children in India face and specifically within Delhi. So I won't touch too deep into it right now, but what I want to really get out and to answer is not only to ask him how he began his work and what specifically LU does, but more so why they do it, right? What was their passion behind it, behind starting it? How is it fulfilling? How does it match their purpose? Then we'll talk about the challenges and opportunities that persist for the underprivileged children in terms of education and health in India, as well as how people can get involved if they so choose. So, as I mentioned, I want to highlight a social venture of the week. So, today I will be highlighting Giving Way. Giving Way is an Israeli based uh, social entrepreneurship venture. Um, they and startup they basically connect nonprofits that require volunteers um, and are mostly in remote areas and don't have many resources to reach out with volunteers who want to make a difference so they're a connecting platform between nonprofits and volunteers now the interesting thing about giving way is I mean one not only they're seemingly easy to use platform there are a wide variety of nonprofits, but also the fact that they have two different type of volunteering channels. You can either volunteer in person um, and they help facilitate that process um, where you can go and visit the site and visit the nonprofit and really get to meet the people and support an inspiring cause in a very, very emotional way. But also they allow you to volunteer remotely. Now, what volunteering remotely means um, is that say I have time right now um, with the quarantine and I want to use some of that time and some of the skills that I've picked up over the years to help a nonprofit that needs help. So I could volunteer in many different facets um, via social media marketing, writing, helping with research for them, content writing, designing, video creation, web work, funding proposals, really anything that the nonprofit needs help with. And based on your area of expertise, sorry about that so based on your area of expertise you can be matched up with a nonprofit that needs that specific help and you can organize it by cause so based on the cause that you are really passionate about you can then volunteer remotely in that way and i think that right now with the quarantine that's an extremely extremely good thing to do so if you have time i will be linking giving way so you all should definitely check them out 
and definitely try to spend a few hours um, to either perform a short-term or long-term collaboration with them based on your preferences so with that um and with the giving way shout out there i want to now leave you with some food for thought i'm gonna give you two introspective questions until we meet next time here next week so one what is the impact that you see around you now what i realized through my own experiences is that once you start noticing something and once you start really seeing it around you you want to start changing it you want to do something about it I think that when you learn about the different ways that people make an impact, whether that is through workforce inclusion, providing healthcare, I mean now more important than ever, or supporting different efforts, you start noticing it in your daily life. Think about what companies are performing impact-oriented missions. Do any of your family members engage in this? Do you personally want to engage in it? Start noticing it and maybe maybe jot it down or make a mental note of it so that you can think about it when you start talking next week. But also, what does social impact mean to you? Now, this is a broad question, but how do you think that what you are currently doing can make an impact um, for what you're doing now or for where you want to go? And how can you make your work more meaningful? I'm going to leave you with that. I want you to think about the impact that you see around you and what it means to you. And that's it for episode zero, folks. We'll talk about it all next week. I didn't want to delve too deep into it today, but I do hope that it was a good intro to the podcast. Um, I would welcome any and all feedback from you, but happy learning. And remember, please, please keep making an impact. Tune in next week to Mission 17. Thanks, everyone. Signing off.